1: and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
0: What's up everybody, and welcome to The Early Edge. A very happy Tuesday. Hope you enjoyed your President's Day. We've got a lot of college basketball, a lot of soccer, a lot of hockey to talk about. But before we do that, first of all, hello there in the chat. Hit the like button if you would. I see spaghetti and meatballs in there, Chris Kish bradley jacobs big Cheesy's in there moshi's in there eric david love to see everybody in there walter rogers is in here um love the conversation love the picks that are already being talked about speaking of picks let's take a look at the recap screen before we bring in the stars of the show well two of these picks are the same so it looks like two and seven but it's two and six no thanks to the daytona 500 car crash at the very end of the race that certainly did not help and that's really a result of Uh, A lot of these X's here. My Houston play almost got there. 24 seconds left. I actually thought Iowa State was going to foul and get us the cover, but they just played straight up no foul with 24 seconds left down eight. We lose that one, but Griffin Carroll. Griffin Carroll comes through with a couple of hockey plays. So listen, we're going to try to do better today. Uh, We can't be going two and six on our picks. That's not what we're here for. We're here to entertain a little bit, but we're here primarily to hit some picks. So let's do that with the stars of the show. We're bringing Griffin Carroll back and we've got Tom Casale back here who has been red hot and we've got, well, we got Zach Simney, my second favorite Zach behind Zach Morris. And of course, I got to say hello right off the bat. Buckets, how you doing, sir?
2: See, I got to know if he's your second favorite Zach, am I your favorite John? Second favorite John? Where do I fall on your uh, tier list there? Uh,
0: You're kind of putting me on the spot here, but I'm going to go nine or 10,
2: uh, John.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go nine or 10. I've got a list actually for, for my favorite Tom's, my favorite Griffin's uh, And Griffin. I'm using first and last. So Brian Griffin comes first name, and then Griffin Carroll comes second. Go ahead. Buckets
2: name, name one, John off the top of your head. That's better than me. See ya. Just one Stamos
0: Stamos. That's you don't know who that is, but that's for all the full house fans in, in the chat. If you loved full house, uh, you go ahead and hit the like button. I'm going to cut it out. All right. With that said, Let's buckets. Listen, I, I said hi to you first. First of all, I, I got to go to Tom because Tom with the UNC and UNLV jerseys uh, behind you. Listen, I don't expect you to always stay red hot. I I, I really don't. Nobody in the chat expects it. But I got to say, we are really enjoying the initial set of picks you've come out here for. And we're only a few weeks away from conference championships, maybe less actually. And of course, March Madness. How you feeling today, sir?
3: I feel good. You know, like you said, I'm not going to go 2-0 every day, but it's nice to get off to a hot start in my first couple of shows.
0: Yeah, that, that's what it's all about. Speaking of hot starts, Griffin Carroll, uh, 2-0 yesterday, you, you kind of saved the team. Uh, we had a, a few too many X's out there. How you feeling today about today's picks?
4: I'm feeling good. Um, definitely been a nice little stretch here. Absolutely miracle McDavid Cash for anyone who joined me on that. I'm, I'm sitting here and I had said I liked Edmonton to score five and here I am sitting I was sitting right here. They had five goals, McDavid had one point. I'm like, You gotta be kidding me. And then he miracle empty net assists with a minute left to get that six six goal and second point. So that was very exciting
0: uh eric david saying buckets full house is more than simply a poker hand well we got to ask the question does buckets know what a full house is in poker before we get to your official picks and i want to say hi to zach real quick do you know what a full house is buckets in poker
2: oh see i promise you without a doubt that out of all five of us on the show right now i am the best texas hold'em player so of course i know what a full house is I, I
0: truly can't believe you just said that. Um, World Series of Poker main event casher right here, 2018. Don't worry about it. All right, we'll have to have a sports line poker tournament. All right, Bucks. I want to get to your official pick, Zach. I, I got to ask you real quick. Um, first of all, how you doing? And what do we have today? We got college basketball.
1: I'm doing good, see ya, and yeah, we've got another college basketball play. I actually have a marquee game, which I tend not to gravitate towards, but I'm feeling you on the the sweats in college basketball right now. Yesterday, I had two Southland Conference games, both went to overtime, but felt fortunate to split those games.
0: Love it, love it. I like I like celebrating the good wins along with the bad losses. There's bad beats and there's good beats, so Griffin and Zach bringing that up. All right, buckets. Let's get back on track with some soccer. Let's get right into our official bets. Uh, you've got, it looks like one soccer play, which involves an over, which, you know, I always love go ahead.
2: Absolutely. See, I had a tough day yesterday, but when tough people have tough days, they bounce back. And when we bounce back, we're not betting on the Portuguese Primera. I'm not betting on the English championship. We're staying away from the Azerbaijani premier league. We are going to the king of all soccer tournaments here. We are going to the champions league, the champions. That is right. PSV hosting Borussia Dortmund, Netherlands versus Germany in an absolute banger of a round of 16 first round clash. I'm only looking at one way to bet this match, and it is a same-game parlay here. I'm on both teams to score and over two and a half goals at minus 110. PSV Eindhoven is the best Dutch team offensively, and it's not even close. 22 games played this season, 70 goals scored domestically. Meanwhile, Dortmund are finally finding some form now that I've stopped betting on them because this is a team that in their last 11 matches across all competitions have not lost. Danielle Malin, you've got Nicholas Folkrug, PSV has Goose Till and Luke De Jong. These are two teams with stacked offenses. I love three goals at least in this game, and both teams to score hitting as well. See ya.
0: Wow, that sounded like a lot of goals. I'm totally into that because I got to be honest, Buckets, I I like the high scoring games. I don't like the the defense. I can take defense in football and in baseball. I can take pitchers duels in soccer. I want some goals and that's what you're giving us. So thank you very much.
2: All right. Oh, you're welcome.
0: Yes, yes, indeed. All right uh let's uh before we go to Zach's pick because Zach I'm i gonna go right to you with your featured game I've got less of a featured game in the same conference but before I do that I do want to remind everybody uh not only that Buckets is the best poker player on this in the sports line universe but also that new BetMGM customers can sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets just place your first wager of at least five dollars and you'll receive 150 dollars instantly in bonus bets regardless of your wagers outcome with bonus code edge 150 that's edge 150 all right ladies and gentlemen we got to get to Zach's pick I've got a college basketball pick I'm trying to bounce back no pun intended from that very narrow loss with uh, Houston versus Iowa State and then we've got even more college basketball coming from Tom Casale so we are loaded before we get there let's hear a message from our partners well Zach I see in the chat there's some people who there, there's, there's some opinions on this UConn Creighton game. Uh, J.R. Hunt says Creighton money line. That's interesting. He just wants to do away with the points. Kelly Collins says, is the minus two and a half UConn a trap? What am I missing? Well, Zach, what is yeah, Kelly missing? I- I think it's just going to be a good
1: game. So from a value standpoint, you want to take the underdog at home in Creighton. It's up to 3, 3.5 now, so I'm going to say plus 3.5 on Creighton's side. You look at UConn, they're coming off a phenomenal game against Marquette, now the unanimous number one team in the country. That got the spotlight on them. Everyone's now talking about them being the repeat champion, but you still have big East Conference play left to go. In this Creighton team, you look at the first matchup, they scored a conference low 48 points. They are going to shoot much better on their home floor this time around where their only loss at home this season was by two points in overtime to Villanova you look on the UConn side of that win they scored just 62 points that's their second fewest points they've scored this season outside of the loss to uh, Seton Hall where they scored 60 points they shot just 35 percent big man Ryan Kohlbrenner had an impact on the game he had five blocks and coach McDermott has had success over coach Hurley since UConn rejoined the Big East uh Creighton has won five of the seven matchups and UConn has never won at Creighton going back to 2020. So I like Creighton in this spot. Some people may want to take it on the money line. I'm going to take the points plus the three and a half.
0: Yeah, this one, I got to be honest, Zach. I was... I was very nervous about, because I think from a spot standpoint, this makes sense for uh, Creighton. I bet UConn uh, against Marquette on Saturday, and I, I I fear them. So for me, I'm staying away, but I, I definitely think you're on the right side here. And I think a lot of people in the chat sort of understand uh, the spot that Creighton is in. And, and Tom, before you give out your two picks, I, I'm not asking you to give out even a lean on this play. You can if you want to, but This is one of those where I think people look at the line, Tom, and and they're just very curious about it because they know how good UConn has been. They understand that Creighton's a good team as well, certainly at home. Um, Just when you looked at this line, and I know you tend to take sort of the the lower tier games because that's where the markets are softer. But did you have a lean or maybe just an assessment of this game one way or the other?
3: Yeah, it's interesting. Last year, I had Creighton a hundred to one to win it all, and wow. I, in my opinion, I thought they were the only team that could could have given UConn a run because they're familiar with them and they play tight, lower scoring games with them. So Creighton is used to playing UConn; they're used to being physical with them. Yeah, I expect another lower scoring game. I expect it to be a close game. So listen, UConn's coming off a huge win on Saturday. Now they're going on the road. If you can get that three and a half. I lean the Blue Jays
1: yeah
0: fair enough I think the three and a half is big there Zach go ahead
1: yeah I wanted to add that too on on UConn's uh struggles at Creighton even last year's loss that was the lowest points they scored 53 points
0: wow 53 all right can't wait for that game I, I mean I listen uh UConn's such a great team Creighton's starting to turn up the volume a little bit all right Tom let's get to your actual official plays you got two plays here uh in college basketball what you got
3: yeah, I'm going to start off in the MAC with Central Michigan. You know, it's it's weird. In late February, you're not getting the same value in college basketball lines that you were in November and December when everyone's still betting on football. But there's always a couple of teams where for, for whatever reason the market is slow to adjust to. You know, Central Michigan's one of those teams. Ken Palm doesn't like them. Odds makers don't like them. Well, I like them. They're seven and one in their last eight games. The only loss was at Akron, who's uh, number one in the MAC. Uh, this has been a, the surprise team in the conference now they're just a slight favorite over bowling green bowling green two and five in their last seven games lost to a really bad eastern michigan team the last time out these two teams played a few weeks ago went in a double overtime central michigan won i expect another tight game here but the line's too low for me i like central michigan on the money line or even on the spread i make this uh, more closer to minus four so i think there's value with the chippewas and in my second game, I'm going to BYU. Uh Baylor. Listen, they these two teams played BYU lost by nine. In that game, Baylor, they shot 14 more free throws. BYU really struggled from three. You know, on the road here, I don't Baylor does tend to shoot a lot of foul shots, but I don't think they're going to get as many on the road at BYU. Plus, BYU shoots a ton of threes, and they struggled against Baylor last time. Baylor's 10th in the conference at defending the perimeter. They really struggle there. I, I like this spot for the Cougars. On Saturday, they had a really bad performance. They lost to Oklahoma State. I really like taking good teams coming home off a poor performance. So I got the early line minus three. I think this is a great spot to back BYU
0: all right great spot to bet BYU great spot to bet Central Michigan money line thank you uh Tom Casali. there were some questions in the chat or at least I I think Bradley and Chris were reporting were out some picks I think Japan also put out was it Wyoming plus 14 and a half uh interesting play there uh, we got some team totals in the chat and we need a Freya update says Baba uh Buckets can we get the Freya update
2: yeah I want to say a couple things here real quick see first and foremost Freya is. As good as she can be, all things considered, obviously a dog having a seizure is a very scary thing. Uh, but when it was all said and done, the vet said that it was due to overstimulation of a new environment. What they thought it was, was that we had really bad snow here, so all the roads were salted. That when I took her on a walk, she was just licking salts up as much as she could. And that caused some kind of something or other in her system. But I do want to say thank you for asking about Freya. She's doing great. Specifically unrelated, Chris Kish and Bradley Jacobs in the chat. I'm not someone who backs a lot of people in general, but those are two soccer guys that I find myself tailing. They are a big part of the Early Edge family, but also just tremendous people and cappers as well.
0: Yeah, I think everybody in the chat kind of recognizes that, Buckets, because almost every day people are asking them about their picks. They're putting their picks out there, and even when they lose, people are in the chat. And it's rare, by the way, even when they lose, people are in the chat. Um, saying, "Hey, like, what's the pick today?" Just like you, buckets. When when you lose one, you get right back up, and you you throw out one or two more picks that you really love. So, uh, shout out to the chat. They're not the only ones that put out picks. I just mentioned uh, Japan. Adam Frey looks like he's got a pick on Inter Plus. Uh, or Inter under four and a half. I'm not exactly sure what that minus one ten means, Adam. But uh, we got a lot of go
2: ahead buckets. That's that's a great look. He's talking about the Champions League match between Inter Milan and Atletico Madrid. That's probably a same game parlay of Inter money line and under four and a half goals. I love. Mm. I stayed away from that game because I don't think we'll see a lot of goals in that match. So that under four and a half is a great way to get that juice down
0: all right sorry for thank you for interpreting the it looked like hieroglyphics over there I wasn't sure cuneiform I wasn't sure how to interpret that uh, throw in the money line there so people like myself can understand the bet but absolutely love you putting it out there speaking of bets I've got a college basketball bet I'm, I'm trying to bounce back of course and then Griffin's got he's going to try to go two and zero again he's got a couple of hockey plays before we get there let's hear one more message from our partners I love this comment from Steve Lochner he says it's crazy how the brand brings everyone together people seem to genuinely care about each other and helping each other in any way that they can gotta love it exclamation point i love that and i think it's true and i think everybody in the chat understands that that's true so steve thanks for pointing it out um again this is not just a show about picks we just gave the fray update where we're trying to get people in the chat involved trying to get them better at, at making picks if that's what they want to do so steve i really appreciate the acknowledgement there all right let me try to bounce back I'm kind of mad about the Houston play yesterday it's not that I thought I should have covered but I thought I had that one and I was going to go with the first half bet which either would have pushed or won depending I mentioned it in in the take yesterday it would have won at four and a half uh if you got it there it five it would have pushed but anyway we're going to bounce back with the team this is a scary bet because I'm taking Butler plus six and a half in the Big East on the road against Villanova and Villanova as of late not only are they playing well but They're kind of blowing out teams uh, at home. The thing is, is I just don't think Villanova's that good. Some of the teams they've blown out haven't been very good, but Villanova's stuck with some really good teams as well, like UConn, for example, just a few weeks or just a couple of weeks ago. I can say the same about Butler, though. Now, Butler played Creighton at home on Saturday. They got absolutely worked. They hung with Creighton in the first half. That was Butler at home. Again, I thought Butler was going to cover the three and a half points that they were getting. I thought they they had a chance to outright win that game. They played a good first half, and they just couldn't find – the bottom of the bucket in the second half I mean they were just abysmal from three-point land and and sometimes that's how this goes for example when they played Creighton the time before they were red hot for there was two weeks prior to Saturday they were red hot from three-point land so you're just going to get that variance from three-pointers sometimes from free throws things of that nature like Houston bad free throw shooting team 75 percent from the free throw line yesterday couldn't hit a three uh with all that said I'm taking Butler because I just think this is way too many points Villanova I don't think now Villanova has to win they got to get into the tournament but I just don't think they're good enough to justify being six and a half point favorites in spite of being pretty hot lately as far as Butler they've lost some games but they've lost some games to a really good team I just mentioned Creighton I've mentioned UConn they lost to UConn as well they played them relatively tight so again I think this game is a little tighter than people expect Butler's been pretty good on the road against good teams I just mentioned how they played Creighton on the road a couple of weeks they actually won that game in overtime or in regulation i think 99 to 98 so again six and a half points way too many in my opinion i'm going to take butler plus six and a half against a hot villanova team all right that's my ncaa college hoops pick we've just given out what four five four college hoops picks we talked about some picks in the chat now we transition to the nhl and griffin carroll you've got two picks for us today what you got
4: yeah two picks so Number one, I am going with Ricard Raquel of Pittsburgh, over two and a half shots on goal at even money. I played Raquel on Sunday. He was plus 140 then. He finished with five shots. So the price is obviously coming down, but I'm going to hope that this is a wave that's about to build and I'm going to just ride it out. The, The reason I bet him on Sunday was the elevated role he now has. Jake Gensel is on IR, who is the Penguin's shot leader. Raquel has taken his spot on the top line and the top power play. Um, And clearly by Sunday, those five shots, you know, he's taken on a lot of the the Gensel shot responsibilities as well. Um, I love Pittsburgh for shots here. Islanders are allowing about 33 on the road. The same number Penguins are averaging as a team. And just Raquel without Gensel, the last four times Gensel's been out, Raquel has finished with five, eight, two. And five, uh, and I'm just asking for three today at even money, so love this price. Second play, uh, I was seeing some people talk about it. I, I don't hate the over in this game, but I'm going to go with just Colorado over three and a half goals at minus 108. I don't know if anyone saw that crazy Vancouver-Minnesota game yesterday. We got a football score, 10-7 for the Wild. Um, and a big reason why the Canucks are letting up so many goals is they are really struggling Handing out penalties um, or committing penalties, and then that problem's compounded by not being able to stop a team when they're handing out these power play chances. So I'm definitely liking the ABS here uh, to find a power play goal or two. More the merrier. Uh, they're averaging 4.3 goals per game at home the last 45 days. Uh, they've scored four plus and two straight against Vancouver and Thatcher Demko's in net, who's been very solid this year. But He has struggled against Colorado, allowing 4.2 goals per game in five starts. So I don't hate the over, like I mentioned, but I'm just going to go with Colorado here to, to hit four.
0: By the way, uh, first of all, love those. Uh, love the plays there. Berg is in the chat. Wanted to point that out. He's got some leans. Zach, let me go to you And Tom, I just want to go to you real quick just to see if you don't have an opinion on this game, that's totally fair. But we've got Texas Tech at home. It's minus five, minus five and a half in some places at home against TCU. Zach, I'm going to start with you. Any opinion on that game whatsoever? If you didn't look at it, just say, I didn't look at it and we can move on.
1: No, I haven't. I haven't looked at that one yet.
0: Fair enough. Tom, any opinion on Texas Tech minus five or minus five and a half? at home again against TCU
3: yeah I like the spot for Texas Tech I don't like the number though five and a half is a little much here TCU can really turn teams over I I think this is going to be a close competitive game so if this was more around three I would have looked at Texas Tech but I can't get to five and a half in this game
0: yeah fair enough okay so it's too big of a number there was one other question I went oh it was Buckets Buckets you said you liked Texas Tech is that right
2: yeah, I'm a big Texas Tech guy in college basketball, right? That's what we're talking about still.
0: Yes, that is, in fact, what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, give, so me, the, you're,
2: give me the five and a half. I'm fine with that.
0: <laughs> I absolutely love it. All right. It sounds like it's a pseudo showdown between Buckets and Tom Casale. Uh Big Cheesy says, NC State, Texas Tech, money line Parlay. Very interesting there. All right. Love the picks in the chat. There God, there was a question from somebody that I wanted to get to and I just I can't find it anymore and that's because you all are so active in the chat by the way Phil Bobbitt is in the chat as well of course that's Speedway Steve from yesterday's show all right ladies and gentlemen let's hit the recap screen buckets PSV Dortmund both teams to score plus over two and a half at minus 110. I've got Butler plus six and a half on the road against Villanova at minus 110. Zach Simony Creighton plus three and a half against UConn at minus 115 Tom Casale Central Michigan Moneyline minus 122 and BYU minus three at minus 105 and Griffin Carroll's got Raquel over two and a half shots on goal and the Avalanche team total over three and a half. Ladies and gentlemen, I do want to remind you, most of you know we've got uh we've got the early wedge done at seven o'clock. It's me, it's EC, and of course, it's Patrick McDonald from CBS. That's gonna be our best bets, some DFS conversation, some of our favorite DFS plays and fades in that game in that show as well. Again, that's tonight at 7 p.m. It's the Mexico Open at Vedanta. It's not a star-studded affair. Uh there really are very few big stars other than guys like Tony Finau, but that doesn't make determine any less interesting to bet. So I, I want you to keep that in mind. Actually, it makes it more interesting for me to bet when you don't have the Scotty Shufflers of the world. So, don't forget, Inside the Lines at 1 o'clock, and we've got the Early Wedge at 7 o'clock. And by the way, on SportsLine, you can get Mike McClure's simulations as well to supplement the Early Wedge and to supplement the articles that me and EC and Patrick McDonald put out on SportsLine.com. And the reason I mentioned Mike McClure is because he hit Hideki Matsuyama at 90 to 1, a 90 to 1 outright that he hit. All you had to do was be a member of SportsLine to take that outright. He only gave two outrights out, I believe, and one of them was the Hideki one at 90 to 1. Ladies and gentlemen, what a show really appreciate everybody in the chat uh buckets 2024 somebody says philip conti says great show taylor DeHart says says train. no i don't think i'm going to be on griot but stay tuned to the early wedge and you'll find out exactly who all of us are on ladies and gentlemen what a great show on behalf of tom casale let's hope he stays red hot griffin carroll let's hope he stays red hot and of course on behalf of me and buckets and zach simony this is the early wedge i am the counselor and we rest our case